Good morning, afternoon, evening, and good night, everybody. This is the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, the Crew Cast, the podcast about the podcast about lifting, about nerfing. Uh, as always, I am Big Joey. Uh, not as always, but for the most part, I am Big Joey. Um, and I am, of course, joined by Big Keith. Big Keith out of Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, I mean, close. That's the, uh, that's, that's Big Kevin. He's probably about 100 pounds smaller than me. Uh, sure. A little taller, got a better beard. Uh, you you know. sure? Because based I mean, on last week, you might be the same people. I did hear that Nate had a hell of a time uh, doing the editing. And uh, the, I think Big Jen said we literally had the exact same dialect, which I think I actually read her. Uh, I can't remember if I read it during uh, during listening to it or not. But I, I did. Uh, I basically, once I had that thought in my head and continued to listen to the podcast, I was like, oh, wow, it is like, you know, like, obviously, as as the person whose voice it is, it's like you can clearly tell the difference. But from an outsider, I could be like, oh, yeah, I, I could see someone being like, wow, that is very similar. We got to make sure that Eddie doesn't know this. Because Who's this? If he if he gets wind of this, he's going to use it as fuel for the fact that he thinks that Ohio's not in the Midwest. Who's talking? Who? Who's that? Oh, don't don't worry about me. I'm 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 not here. <laughs> I'm just right. here to watch. Just here to watch. We shouldn't have let him unmute. Never let him unmute. Early. <laughs> no. All keep, right. Well, we got to keep him in the waiting room for another forty minutes, and then really dive in. Yeah. yeah. Really dive into the to the to the podcast this week. <laughs> Both feet. But we are joined by a, a, a third a third uh, crew host this week. We have a uh, big spork. <laughs> Spoon, close enough. Okay, gotcha. Now, were you named after the Soundgarden song? Uh, so yeah, actually, that is where the uh, the nickname came from. It was some coworkers uh, decided that Spawnholtz was really really close to, uh, or the, at least the first half of it. Uh, they had immediately started mispronouncing a spoon when I met them. Um, and so then it was Spoon Man and, of course, the, the uh, Soundgarden song of the same name. So, Because there's nothing funnier than heroin addiction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, all right. We're, uh, we're, yeah. we're diving quick here. All right. I don't care. I'm having a night of it. I don't even. Oh, don't. you're good. It's a good car. It's a good car. <laughs> all right, Keith. We got a lot of stuff going today. We do. We do. Um, we got Keith a... and Rich. Now, can I call you Rich? Yeah. 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 yeah? Rich get richer. Right. That's uh, yeah, my uh, my favorite discount code. <laughs> I, I use that every week on every time you order from Massonomics. Yeah, it does One not work whole on penny. Your, does not work on your Massonomics uh, Discord membership though. No, it does not. Unfortunately, which is what we're going to call um, it. I know it's supposed to be like a supporting membership, whereas in like we're supporting the podcast we love, so they can keep making content. But like ultimately, we're paying to be in the Discord. Absolutely, so those guys be danged. It's like Costco. You're you're paying to be in the club. <laughs> I'm paying for those samples. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Imagine all the chicken bakes. Holy shit! Those things are great. Oh, diving into the swearing right away. Jen's gonna hate us, man. Like she's also right? gonna turn oh, us fuck. right off. I I forgot Jen hates that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jen. She just hates the guys I... were younger than her. That's all. Well, it's... you guys. Are. I don't oh, know. Ninety five percent of it's my be. fault. I'm, you and I are like almost the same age, Jen. Uh, I, I think Jen's in her early forties, probably. So Jen's like a year older than us. Look at how she lives. <laughs> she's she's lying. She's younger than she says she is. All right, what do you? Let's dump. Let's jump right in. Let's dump. Yeah, jump let's right in. 
we'll just take a big old dump right in. So do a little follow up from last week. We had, uh, I believe we all mentioned that we didn't believe we had an Australian, any Australian listen, listeners. And then I think Big Nate got to the bottom of that in the Discord. And we found uh, a big jaunty uh, is one of our uh, listeners from down under. So are you telling me that the under underpaid and, uh, or the unpaid and underrated podcast was not well researched beforehand? <laughs> I just I find that so hard to believe, yeah. guys. Uh, so that's on me. I was supposed to do all the demographic research where I was supposed to find our marketing versus our demographic. Um, uh, you know, and I did a lot of contextual and um, uh, research to make sure that like everything that we did. I, and oh my god, the SEO, the SEO to get into this was so important because ultimately we're here to get rich. And if you're not rich by the time you're forty, uh, then it's because your podcast has failed. Uh, anyway, no, the joke is no, we grip it and rip it. And we just started recording this and hope people listen. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're coming up on, we're just under a, a month since we, I, well, like the fourth will be, I think. So when this episode comes out, I think it'll come out the fourth. It'll be like a one month, uh, anniversary essentially of when we recorded our first uh, episode. So the fact that we've like already made a month worth of podcasting, that's pretty sick to me. I'm very uh, happy to see where this goes. When search engine people... optimization, I did not know what SEO meant. Hell yeah. Right. I was I was using <laughs> terms. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Full on industry jargon. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I have a degree in that kind of stuff. So I kind of like Okay, right on. Yeah, I, I I just didn't like the idea of having to do furthering school to prove I went to school. So yeah, anyway. Makes sense. Anyway. Um I still don't understand SEO and I never ever will. Uh, but yeah, so big jaunty. Hey, thank you for repping us to like 127. Was it fitness podcast in Australia? And I've seen the people yeah, that yeah. come out of Australia, they're all fit and attractive. So the fact that like we are anywhere on that list is pretty amazing because either they're good not listening to podcasts, good day, nor uh, I'm gonna go to Out, please, jaunty, don't good. kill us. We're gonna go to Outback this weekend to celebrate, <laughs> put another shrimp on the bobby, mate. <laughs> nah, no, that's Austrian. What? It's from Dumb and Dumber. That's from <laughs> oh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, 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 you guys. Yeah, yeah. That that. I got gotcha. you. I'm no, trying to make. It's been Jim a long Carrey week, jokes. man. This is it's been you know a long what? week. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing a Jim Carrey reference every podcast just to see who doesn't get it. <laughs> I'm so in for that now. Not committed to it. I don't think I've Austin, seen a new. You get has he... Arnold doing? Get to the chopper now. Has he done <laughs> new comedies in a while? Like I haven't seen. Like, I don't know what no. he does. Recently. He like started doing a lot of drugs and then like oh, nice. found the good spiritualism kind. or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's he's all up here like, now. Like he's yeah. Oh my yeah, god. He's all LSD up, psilocybin up here now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hell of a dude. You listen to his stuff. He he. You know, we won't get into it because it's too serious goose talk. Uh, mm-hmm. But after he made Kick Ass Two, he decided after a school shooting, he was no longer going to uh, feature and guns in any of his movies so he refused to do marketing for kick-ass too and that was a little bit of pushback and i don't think he's done a lot of stuff since except for a really really funny and i'm sorry to my gun loving friends i you know i'm there too but his his funnier dime video uh cold dead hands is kind of hilarious so if you haven't seen it go watch it but if you are really pro-gun and don't want to hear that shit, don't go watch it. I had time to watch it during the, the recording, right? 
<laughs> just just well, the screenshot. I'll, I'll well, yeah. well, you just mute yourself and you watch that. And I will listen to Big Joey give us a, uh, a recap on his meet last week because I'm very excited to let him uh, talk about that. I saw you had a hit some nice. Uh, well, technically, you hit meet PRs across the board. So. You well, know, and a personal PR. So that was there uh, you go. meet and personal PRs. Nice. Uh, that's nice. one of the first meets. You always hit a you always hit meet PRs. Well, yeah, it was my second meet, but it was my first sanctioned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd never been a sanctioned meet before. And I um I had my friend Steve. You guys all know him, Big Steve. I talk about him a lot on the podcast. And uh I brought him down as my handler. And I said, like, look, man, I can do most of this myself, but putting in my next lift within 60 seconds is really hard. Because I have to run to my bag, get my app out, see what I did, judge how it felt. I was like, but honestly, man, I need you to just do it for me. And that's really all you're here for. Um, He did a lot of help in other ways, actually. So um, got my first bench, got my second bench, failed my third bench, which was 185 pounds, which is five pounds over my gym max. But like I told you guys, I was not there to to do 95% shit. I was there to do 105% shit. Um, uh, but they asked me to do a fourth bench uh, because the spotters actually touched the bench before I went down. And at first I agreed. And I said, you know what? That's fine. I think I'll do it. And then I started thinking like, I think I was going to fail that anyway. And I'd rather save my energy for my deadlifts. Now the w- call. Yeah, you're one hell of a deadlifter, so that makes sense. Thank you, and that's what I was going to say. That's my bread and butter. I knew, right. I know where my strengths are. Mm-hmm. So, as I was coming out for my second bench, they announced it was a record, and then I was like, "Sure, okay." Now the thing is, it is, but because I didn't declare it, they're not going to count it. So during the break between bench and deadlift, I went to the the head ref, and I was like. What do you like? What is this record business? Like, I'm kind of new here. I've right. never really done a sanctioned meet. And he's like, Well, we thought it was a record because it is, because there isn't one in your age and weight class. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, so I'm going to hold the top in my age and weight class, but I'm not going to get recognized as a record. He's like, Yeah, essentially. And I was like, well, How do you know? And he says, Go to open powerlifting and look. So it turns out that there were no deadlifting for my age, weight class, and tested. So oh. technically, every lift I did set the record. Now, I don't think gig. I did. Yeah, I don't think I did anything like overwhelming. Like I'm a mediocre power lifter at best. So my introduction was like 413 or something like whatever. I do that in like warm ups. So but record set. And then the next one, I'm going to break my own record. And then my third attempt, I broke my own record, which was a near PR, which was 463 pounds. And then they said, well, because you hold the record, you are allowed to do a fourth attempt to break the record. And that's a WRPF rule that if you think you can break the current record, you're allowed to do a fourth attempt. But I held the record. So I was like, no, I don't know. I don't know. And Steve looked at the handler and went, just gave them a weight. He was like, he's doing it. And he put in a weight. <laughs> and then I walked away and I was like, I don't know, man. Like that was kind of hard. He's like, it wasn't hard enough. I was like, okay, how much weight did you put in? He goes, don't worry about it. So I was like, okay, man. So I did a shot of fireball with Lou and then just walked out and gripped it and ripped it. And that was 468 and a half pounds. 
my current raw max was 445 with straps a little was, higher yeah my with straps was 465 but this was deadlift bar just me some chalk and a belt and i did 468 and a half pounds and set the canadian record for tested submasters men under oh, yeah. 181 pounds so i am now the it's guy legit. hopefully so we're still there was a little bit of shaky knees um okay. the head ref the head ref red let me and the other two refs didn't catch it, but the head ref okay. was like, it counts. I'm putting it in. It's still not up on open powerlifting, uh, but I don't know how long that normally takes. Again, I have no clue it, what's happening. Open powerlifting is anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. And yeah, there's, my there's name's times, not in there at all. So if the meet director like isn't really up with the times too, like I had to go back and email open powerlifting like a few years ago just the results from like old meets that I did that were like super Bush league that the guy like didn't even know open powerlifting was just so I could like get, you know, everyone knows how OCD I am. Like I didn't, I didn't want to go to my open powerlifting and only have the last couple of meets. I wanted like yeah. my entire history. So mm-hmm. I like t- tediously spent like two or three hours going through like four or five meets that I had done and emailing links and stuff. And it was, uh, it was pretty rough, but if it's a WRPF meet, that's pretty legit. So I would assume it'd be up there in the yeah. next couple of weeks. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, like OPL is a standard uh, thing that a lot of powerlifters uh, look at for uh, records yeah. and for data anyway, but at the end of the day, it's a third party project, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not owned by well, it's an open source, particular... right? It's, it's, it's open source. It's not owned by any federation. So it's all best effort, right? Yeah. So I maybe I'll end up there soon, hopefully, but I am fairly certain now I am the guy to beat in my age and weight class. Uh, now that was my first sanctioned meet. I don't know if it's my last. Um, I do think there I've been saying it for weeks. There's strong man in my future. I was filling up my hundred pound bag today with some rocks. I uh, saw that. Is that yeah. like as as a guy that's never really dicked around with sandbags? Is it normal to put like pea stone in a sandbag and not sand sand? Like, is that is that going to rip pre- no. prematurely rip through it? Uh, no, I don't Joey think it Matt? is normal. I don't think it is normal. But um, we got a Canadian company up here called Grain Strength. Uh, she's out of the Midwest in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, she swears by it. She's pea gravel is the way to go, especially if you've got an indoor home gym. There's no sand. If as long as you clean it and dry it properly, there's no mold. Uh, and it just feels more natural than a sandbag. So I'm going to fill it to 100 pounds. I'm going to um, stack it up with some rubber mulch to make it more round, kind of like Atlas Stone mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. So then I'll have 100 pound and 150 pound. And then we're going to start throwing those around. And then we're going to start throwing my dinny rings probably a little more often. Um, now the problem is Juggernaut isn't really set up for strongman. Juggernaut yeah. is set up for powerlifting. So I need to either decide if I'm going to pay a strongman coach or if I'm going to just adapt juggernaut where where they say comp lift, I do dinny lift. When they say bench, I do sandbag bench. Like I might just do that too because you can't argue with the price of juggernaut and the efficacy. Efficacy? Yeah. Efficacy, yeah. Yeah. Overhead press, do, you know, axle. Yep. Axel, I'm currently wondering if I need a deadlift bar. Cause that, yes. Like probably. everybody's hey, like, I, mean, I, I think you bar. should have one anyway, especially if you're But everybody like, says if you're not doing over five hundred pounds, you don't notice. I'm like, F you, I noticed. That's like I noticed true. that four hundred and sixty pounds. I noticed the whip. I noticed the slack. Like it was 
obvious. You you notice the diameter of the bar too. It's yeah, yeah. for sure. Able to get a better wrap around it. You're even if you don't get the the whip and the bend, you notice. It's... I noticed. Well, it was a kabuki bar too, right? So just like right. that was my second time using a kabuki bar to meet, and I use a stiff bar for my mm-hmm. home gym, and like I noticed, and it felt so much easier and better that like that went up fantastic well, Keith, so. you have a you have a kabuki bar too those, I those do. I... bend on like 135 pounds like they 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 bend on nothing for sure and like like you mentioned the the diameter someone who like i uh i i, I hook grip deadlift so hook grip and a power bar versus so a, tw- a 29 millimeter power bar versus a 27 millimeter deadlift bar that's night and day difference, difference alone yeah. just for hook gripping uh so yeah, the, the people that the people on Facebook that want to like you know uh, show you how big your dick are by telling you that you know you you shouldn't have a deadlift bar unless you pull five hundred like they can fuck off they those guys oh that gets under my skin and you're gonna pull in a deadlift bar in some federations anyway so mm-hmm. if you're, if you're uh, gonna do WRPF which sounds like they do they use kabuki bars uh, up by you then owning a kabuki bar makes sense um, or just having a deadlift bar in general. So like there's there's a little bit to that for just you know practicing how you're gonna perform. It's the same reason that I got kilo plates recently. Is I'm I know that I'm gonna be using them on the platform, so it's a good reason to have them. Now, did you win those key kilo plates anywhere, like in a garage gym competition? I don't think you did. No, no, no. But no. there were several crew this week that won many a prize on the uh garage gym competition uh contest giveaway that uh went out this week i was one of them big jen was one of them scott dodds was one i know there was a fourth but i'm drawing a blank on who that was if anyone knows who it is great uh but yeah i just wanted to touch base on that little follow-up to last week that uh most of us competed in the garage camp competition uh and a handful of crew actually won something so that was pretty well and we're recording a day early um because the big prizes are uh actually going to be announced tomorrow and i plan on winning one of those yeah you're gonna get um, a uh yeah, whatever, whatever Prime's, uh, Prime's putting up. or yeah, they got uh, a big stack, I think, or stuff. So some, yeah, it's all, a sing, uh, anything stack. Prime is, yeah. I think the cheapest thing on Prime's website is like three grand. So, you know. Right, totally. Yeah, there's a pair of Chewy bars uh, that are uh, from American Barbell. Yeah, uh, I, those are those. I, don't, I don't know that I need another uh, power bar, but those look really sick and I wouldn't mind having one. So um, as a, as a side joke, I, I usually don't win anything in these things. So like, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine that Joe would <laughs> let you win at this rate. If you're Mr. Bandit, uh, M- M- ambassador. ambassador, ambassador. Yeah. My, yeah. uh, my miss, uh, misspelled plan. <laughs> this is my third year in the GGC and I still haven't won anything. And I'm like, come on. I was injured myself before my real meat doing this and uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. I'll just, I'll just go to hell and I never involve myself in anything again um let's talk about our sponsors yeah uh there's not much to talk about because of course we are all part of the massonomics crew uh if you want to go and join the discord crew of course you go to massonomics.com slash join um but there's no new drop to chat about uh there's two things i think we should really focus on uh the first and foremost what are you wearing I'm I'm wearing the uh, bench heavy T-shirt. I don't think I have the T-shirt of that. I've got a I've got the uh, tank. I've got a uh, I think this is the uh, metal nomics shirt. Yeah, right? uh, yeah metal nomics and uh, in, in uh, the troll cut version. <laughs> uh, shout uh, I out am to, wearing uh, our our good friend uh, Lift Evil for teaching me how to make these. They're fantastic. <laughs> 
Uh, I am wearing, of course, the most controversial of t-shirts. Uh, the dark side, the dark side T-shirt. That would have been a good one. That, that's a, that, that could have almost been a segment. Yeah, mine's clean. I should have worn mine. Yes. Oh, notoriously controversial shirt. Um, after some YouTube comments, uh, I know that's some political talk. I won't get into it, but ah, the internet's a nightmare <laughs> this month. <laughs> YouTube's the worst. Like I, I, I don't know, out of all those social media platforms. Oh. TikTok and YouTube, I think, tie for being the most, like, just horribly cruel people. Like, just the shit that people would, like, think they can get away with saying without ramifications. It's just, it's, I don't know, YouTube. Yeah, they're all the same. I'm on Twitter, too, and, it, and mm. even, like, even my friends that think that they could just say stuff that I won't call them out on, right? Where they're just rude to me. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, is that what you think is real life? But Social media anyway. and the internet gives you that distance that, like, you you don't really think of the fact that you're sitting at a computer talking to a person. You're just yeah. sitting at a computer. You're you're just spouting off whatever the hell comes to your mind. Social media is full of a lot of people that haven't been clipped in the mouth for saying something, and it shows. And then they're and they, I mean, like, it's one of those things where I sometimes wonder, like, do you think that it's not going to hurt? And that's kind of what is the weird sentence to me. So. Like if I'm out in the world and mm-hmm. let's say I'm doing something that somebody doesn't like, do they think because they believe they're morally right and they pull out their phone to record me that it's not going to hurt when I hit them? Like, is that what they think? Like, do they think <laughs> that like, well, I have right on my side. I can charge you with assault. I'm still going to hurt you. Like it, not me in particular. I just mean in general, mm-hmm. like getting clipped in the face from a person who's really strong. Yeah. Hurts. Whether you're that- recording whether you think you're right. And that's just like, I just wonder about that. Like, do you think just like, because you believe that morally you're right, that it's not going to hurt. Like, do you think if you stand in front of my car, cause you want my parking space that I'm just, it's not going to hurt when I run you over. Like, is that what you think? <laughs> so anyway, the internet. Was I, 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 I thought, I thought you uh, had met like, when you say something really fucked up and mean and cruel that like, you're not going to hurt that person's feelings when they read it. And I was like, Oh, okay. You completely flipped the script. And I was like, Oh, when I punch you in your face, and I was like, it was like 30 seconds in. And I'm like, Oh, he's so uh, physically hurting someone. Okay. I got but you. not like not me in particular. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I am not a violent person. There are so many hotheads out there that would lay people out. If yeah, they were, like know. that guy that yelled at Tanner. Do you think that just because you are like an old man who like happens to like own this property that if Tanner just wasn't the type of guy he is, that he's not going to pop you in the mouth and it's not going to hurt. Like you might be able to sue later. You might be able to whatever, call the police. It still hurts. It just still hurts to get punched in the face. And people need to understand that. And I don't think people understand that is that they think the aftermath is more important. It still hurts to get punched in the face. Anyway. This is no very... uh, playground fights anymore, and it shows. No, this is <laughs> so a if... very serious podcast for us. <laughs> so, if you were to get punched in the face, you would probably want to, you know, cool down your mouth a little bit with a nice cold beverage. So, my cold beverage tonight of choice again is a Wegman's Orange Mandarin uh, sparkling water because that's all we have. Excellent in the segue. What about you, Excellent. Mr. Spoon? What are you drinking, Excellent. Spoon? Oh man, you know me. I'm a I'm a party animal, uh, living it up on a Thursday night with my a big old jug of water. So, nice water uh i, I am drinking keith's because i have been working all week and i am exhausted and i want to have a beer or five i am pretty determined to uh to not be useful in the morning 
<laughs> yeah, I still got to put a full day's of work in tomorrow. So I have to be selective on which Thursdays I'm going to drink because uh, there's, there's a lot of Fridays. I only got to work half days because uh, mm. my company will kick me out at 40 hours if there's not a project going on, basically. And if I'm over I, you know, a lot of times that's at 10, 11, 12 in the morning. Uh, tomorrow is not one of those days. I got a, I got a 10 hour day in the heat tomorrow. So I'm going to uh, just not partake in any alcohol this evening. Stay hydrated. It, Do you go ahead? Is it heat in New York? Dude, I was going to, I was going to actually <laughs> see if we want to talk about that, uh, you know, because we, we, we do like talking about weather on podcasts and regional areas that mean nothing to other people listening. But it was, uh, it was like 91, 92 degrees today. Oh, damn. Fair, All right. Fair. I, I, it's hard. To, I, I can't really tell if it's humid or not because I was, uh, I was doing electrical work in like a common area hallway of an apartment complex all day. So mm-hmm. not only was it 90 outside, it was over 100 in the hallway. And I'm just, just, you know, in my uniform. So, I'm, you know, it was very hot. I was, I was drenched in sweat all day long. It was actually that hot here as well as I was trying to clean my rocks and fill up my bags out there just sweating. Yesterday, I even had a cigar while I was doing it. And that was the worst idea I think I've had <laughs> in months. Just a big cigar hanging out of my mouth. I'm dripping sweat and saliva trying to like wash rocks. Um, interestingly, I wanted to make a video about it because... You know, I found the the perfect way to wash them and everything like that. But the, the more I just sat in that heat, sunburning, because of course I have the um, the skin of a flukeworm, which is just completely transparent and burns within minutes. So very similar complexion to a vampire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Morgan's like, if you look at your phone too long, you're gonna burn. Like you need to put on sunscreen. All right. Uh, what do we got next up, folks? Uh, we got one. We got one more topic before we can go into a new bit. Uh, so this is something I think they mentioned on the other podcast, but I think it was either inspired just by Canadians in general, or maybe us. I can't remember. But Z versus Z is that a thing? That have I missed that when you and Scans are talking? Like, is that a is that something that I someone alas someone uh you know shed some light on the the Z is a Z when pronouncing the letter Z? I don't get it. Z's a villain on Power Rangers. Zed's dead, dead, man. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, so it was, uh, much to my delight, we have once again uh, influenced the main podcast. Nice. Um, <laughs> because one of the hosts said that they heard me spelling my last name. And I think you must That's have missed it, was. but I do it every week. M-L-E-C-Z-K-O. Uh, and yes, in Canada, and unfortunately for you guys literally the rest of the world <laughs> in english it is zed we can't help it that the rest of you are wrong that's so weird do you guys know why I you do guys not. do things so differently we're special i because uh, we beat the british <laughs> because of capitalism so it is because when the printing press was invented you paid by the letter mm-hmm so it was more economically feasible to simply remove letters you deemed unnecessary, and that changed your entire language. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rest any, of the world, go ahead. Were there any other are there any other letters that have like this extra phonetic, uh, you know, uh, letters? No, to it? letters. No words. Yes. Okay. That's why we like we have you in like favorite and color and things like that where we extend the the phonetic of that vowel part. But Americans removed it because I ain't paying for that. 
Mm-hmm. So essentially, makes sense. I mean, it's very it logical, does. Well, answer better. Well, and that's and that's like what we, like that. I'm not saying that's a negative thing. I'm saying that's that's um. There's a word for it where it's like it, it makes cost sense. efficiency, cost efficiency. Um, you know, your adaptation to the, to the world around you, things like that. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna spread literacy and go bankrupt. Like I've got a job here to do. So at the risk of getting political, if you look at the current uh, current current events in the United States, spreading literacy is not exactly something that people are concerned with. How dare you? (laughs) I mean, one one of the hosts is doing his best to spread it all over uh, Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. That's true. He's going to start a little library pretty soon. I can tell. Aberdeen Book Club. Yep. (laughs) I I think I'm pretty sure his wife already runs that, doesn't she? I think she's like part of a book club out there. And then they'll beat Massonomics for best podcast. In <laughs> oh yeah, in, in in the Aberdeen magazine. Yeah, yeah. They, yep. get, they get snubbed in the magazine for a second time. <laughs> I want to see what the next billboard's going to be. It's been a while since they've had one of those. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be a billboard because we did crack the five hundred mark, mm-hmm. right? Hmm. I wonder what the next thing is going to be. Like the next yeah. gift that they're sending out. Yeah, that's one thing we could talk about. He, oh, he, oh, I'm trying to think. I, I swear, I, I saw a hint in the Discord today, but I, I think I'm thinking of something else. Oh, he was, he was hinting about having the uh, world's strongest man on, I think. Uh, the Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell Hooper. Because there was, there were, there was some controversy about a shirt he has. And he was like, hey, is this such and such? And he's like, well, we, we should be able to find out shortly or something to that extent. But I could have mm-hmm. swore, I could have swore I saw something. There's so many different, there's so much stuff that happens on Discord that it's so hard to keep track of it. But I swear I saw something that was a hint at what the what the giveaway was going to be. But I might be mis- misre- misremembering it. But I'm I'm very curious. It, the, the way they said it last night, they were like, because uh, we were able to listen uh, live last night. So that's another big, uh, you know, benefit to being a supporting member is you get access to all the uh, behind the scenes stuff on Discord. So and. Uh, that's that's kind of one of my, my favorite things about being a sport member, being listening live, and then we're be able to have that banter back and forth with them during the live recording. I think uh, one of the hosts mentioned my name like three times, you know. So like as as like not important as that is in like the grand scheme of the world, like that really made my night, you know, to know that like you know my so I I said something witty enough to come across their eyes to like interject into the conversation uh, or to answer a question. So like that is one of my favorite things on Wednesday night to do. Uh, is to be able to you know partake in that. So if that's something that sounds good to you guys, if you're somehow listening to this podcast and are not a sporting member, be sure to uh, sign up. Now speaking like of corporations that are like you're you're part of the family, you know we're we're the unpaid interns, but we're people too. Dang it! Well, we are the family. Like we have our own podcast for us, right? Like for sure. You know there wouldn't there's not a lot of corporations out there where you could be like, well, I'm going to start a business on the inside <laughs> on your time. <laughs> Because like Is last this... was like you guys go do that like I'm sick of you talking about it. Um, so it sounds like a prison market. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> How many menthols for a Big Mac? Like speaking of episodes, uh, I had a message recently from one of the uh, not novelty accounts, but like one of the fun accounts on the side, right? Um, which was recent anomics, and they asked me. They said. Um, what if you guys had a segment where you rated this week's episode out of JD Powers Awards? And like, I think I'm in. I think I want to do that. Uh, so I want to ask you, Keith, first, this week's episode with that fella from Barbend, who is apparently now working for your favorite company in the world, <laughs> Teller 4. 
Uh, how do you rate this week's episode one zero? Actually, yeah, I was gonna say five does, JD Power Associates. Can there be a negative involved? I mean, I have to. So I'm gonna use my druthers on this one. Uh, touching base, uh, touching base on a couple things. You know, I always enjoy the episode in general. This week's guest was someone that I was I don't have a lot of familiarity with, uh, other than his you know relationship with now Pillar Ford. Uh, I was not uh, I didn't have high expectations going in uh, I wasn't really sure I just didn't want to uh, you know I'm not a big fan of pillar form not I, I don't like big corporation essentially and they're like buying up all these small smaller companies and kind of making just the whole world more corporate and I'm not a fan of that in general uh, in his defense he was fully transparent about it and has been from the very beginning where some of the other people in pillar Ford's uh, catalog are completely deceptive and will lie through their teeth and hide every aspect of it if they can. So the Sounds fact that he, yeah, the fact that he had the uh, balls to be completely transparent and just the fact that it's massonomics in general. Oh, so so negative five out of five. I'm gonna rate it at a five JD powers. Rich, what do you got this week? So unfortunately, I haven't been able to listen to the uh, the episode. I've been a little uh, a little busy riding uh, two horses with one ass. But um, I have no doubt that it'll be another spectacular five out of five JD Powers. All right. So I did listen to it as a former whiskey connoisseur myself. I did find some very interesting um, opinions about whiskey. I did appreciate how transparent and excited he was to work for pillar four um, because at least, you know, we felt that it was genuine. Um, uh, I did also appreciate being mentioned for my powerlifting meet and for overrated underrated. Uh, but I mean, there's ultimately up and downs to every podcast. So I think if I really had my druthers and had to go with it, I think I would give this one five JD power associates. Solid so we'll, score. We'll, we'll mark yeah. that in a record. I think we'll have that on the record for recent anomics or repeat anomics. Um, We'll have Big Kevin start a spreadsheet for it because I've, I've I've got enough spreadsheets going for this podcast. So if Big Kevin from last week can help us out, who what's a spreadsheet? Is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that Kevin really excels at those. Ooh, yeah, nice fun. <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. So should we get our guest on the horn? I think it's been a good half an hour, 30, 40 minutes. Basically, he's been waiting in the uh, in, in in the lobby there. We've had him on mute this whole time, so yeah, I've been bored uh... of shit. So, oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we unmuted him pretty quickly. Hey, um, hey, Big Rich, is that you? Hey, how's it going, guys? You are live Good. on the Unpaid and Underrated uh, podcast. Can I swear on this thing? Or absolutely, it, it, yes. But somebody will be upset about it. Yeah, oh, okay. there will be ramifications. I, but yes, you can, you can do whatever it. you want, but you will be seen as the type of person that does that thing. Yeah. Uh, now I have to make sure first consequences first and of my own actions. Foremost, is this Rich or is this Michael? <laughs> I mean, we look so similar. It's it's easy to to not be able to tell uh, tell the difference. <laughs> um, oh, I love that reaction. I was waiting for that. Tell me about that. So uh, I had I do have a a twin brother um, that looks absolutely nothing like me. Um, <laughs> we live we we. Uh, for the longest time, I had blonde hair. He had uh, dark hair. Um, we both had blue eyes. It was about where everything ended. Um, I've always been on the larger uh, side uh, in terms of body mass. Uh, he was always much smaller, uh, spent most of his uh, adolescent years under 100 pounds. 
Um, he is uh, 5'3 in his boots. Um, I'm 5'9. Um, very, very disparate uh, people, very different personalities. Um, he, uh, we, we even live on opposite coasts. He's, uh, he's over in, uh, California, uh, stationed at, uh, 29 Palms in the Marine Corps. Uh, and I'm over here in, uh, North Carolina. Now, was that, um, his Batman costume that you wore for so many years as a kid? Or was that your own Batman costume that you refused to take off? For no, no, that was that was definitely mine. Uh, to the point of introducing myself uh, to a preschool <laughs> teacher as Batman. Um, <laughs> God, Steen gave you guys so much. Oh shit, I'm in trouble. What made you think part. this is all Steen? How do you know I didn't reach out to Michael? Like I have the I have the whole world in front of me right now. Because Michael doesn't respond to anything. <laughs> Maybe not to you. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> I mean, you did say you weren't very close, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like physically, right? Uh, okay, that. gotcha. Yes, uh, yes, full on. Um, having your wife as part of the crew <laughs> did make this a little easier for me, and I'm still getting the reactions I love when we hit people with just the most random facts about their life and childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, there is one she did ask me to ask you. Okay. And um I'm gonna have to pull a me on this one. Okay. <laughs> um so who don't you know? Kate Bobate. Yeah, Bobate. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Uh so you wouldn't know uh who that is. That's our dog. <laughs> uh she's okay. a twelve year old staffy mix, um, who is about as neurotic a dog uh as can exist. Um, but and she's also my first dog. I I've never had a dog prior to uh prior to this. Uh my my mom was allergic growing up. Um mm-hmm. and when I was living alone, uh I never really had a uh I need to have a dog. Um in uh my uh in my first marriage, um we we were always renting. So uh paying a pet deposit, having to worry about damage uh from uh, from pets and stuff was uh, kind of a concern uh, financially, so uh, it didn't make sense for us to have uh, pets at the time. Um, so yeah, I'm 32 years old and have a dog for the first time. Um, that has been a uh, very interesting experience. Um, she partially tore her CCL, which is the the dog equivalent of uh, an ACL in the knee. Um, uh, almost going on going on two weeks ago. Um, so she's been on kennel rest, uh, and I think I can hear her barking through my, my headphones <laughs> um she is feeling better now to the point where like she is itching to get out of this fucking kennel and i can't mm-hmm. her. um but but you we, know the first thing a dog's gonna do is bound out of there oh my god they jump re- all over the couch yep. that she hasn't been able to re-injure themselves for two weeks mm-hmm. yep but they're gonna, gonna, do gonna follow up with her do. vet on uh on monday we're expecting good news she's she's been on uh, high spirits she's been she hasn't even been limping when it when we've like let her out to uh, use the bathroom and stuff so should be uh should be good news right i feel less bad about not knowing who that is yeah no that is not a famous person that is my dog (laughs) keith you got a lot of questions in here that i i didn't add i'm gonna let you you do a couple of these 
Yeah, I'll jump in right in. I think I think some of them are actually from Big Nate, but yeah. Um, so here's one. I'll just it's a more of I'll I'll just kind of roundabout get to it. Uh, so we were uh, Big Spoon was on with us, you know, month couple of month and a half ago when we did one of our uh, initial roundtables to kind of produce this, and he mentioned that you were on another podcast back. In oh the shit! Somebody actually remembered that. Uh, so yes, yeah. but but well, we all so, remembered. So well, we all it, remembered. It, it's in my notes as Magic the Gathering. Let me finish it. But yes. when I was so it's actually this is so I got a little funny story basically like. I thought you said it was just about magic in general. And I I thought you were just a fucking magician that just like I did wish, magic man. on the side. And I was so confused when I got on the, on the notes this week and Nate had put magic, the gathering. And I'm like, what? I could have like, am I wrong or is Nate wrong? Okay. So I'm a definitely wrong. And you are not a magician. You played the card. No, game. although I wish I was a magician. I do. Okay. I do think that uh, <laughs> illusion sleight of hand, all of that stuff's very cool. Uh, but unfortunately I don't have that skill set. That's uh, no, this was this was uh, peak nerd shit um, with uh, people that don't know how to take showers. Um, Can confirm. I I did not play MTG, um, but um, directly across from my high school was a comic book shop, and uh, yeah, basement was a table, a lamp, and some chairs where we would go on our lunch break or on our free period and play magic. And but I didn't play, so I would just go. Can you guys hear that? No. My whole it's... house just rumbled. I think a car drove by. Oh, shit. A little jealous. A little jealous. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that was part of your story of what you did when you watched these people play magic. You just like stared at them awkwardly. And I was like, is this a bit? I'm so confused. Oh, no. I would chirp. I would <laughs> chirp and drink my Pepsi and <laughs> just sit and watch Magic the Gathering. So I can confirm that they are, are some fucking nerds it was uh it was a good time i i don't regret it at all um it was a good period of my time uh it was a great time waster met a lot of really good people that are still great friends um but i stopped having fun with the game so i've been out of it for a couple years now um but yeah the it was called dgen cast um i think they i don't don't know when they recorded last it was always kind of a uh whenever we felt like we had something to talk about we didn't do it weekly or anything like that um but uh my original co-host uh kept up with it uh we replaced myself uh with another friend of ours uh as the uh the second host and they've been carrying the mantle since then so if you were to start another podcast now if i base that off of the shit i see in your stories I'm going to assume it'd be about this, this F1 racing thing instead of, <laughs> so on a follow-up to that more or less. Uh, so you live in like deep South, essentially, like, and you're an F1 fan, but isn't, isn't NASCAR like the King down there? Like, how is that? Like do people bust your balls for watching F1 and like not being a, a Dale Earnhardt fan or anything like that. So I, uh, I, so I live in Charlotte, which is actually the home of NASCAR, not just mm-hmm. NASCAR being big in the South. I live in the home of NASCAR. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a little bit of that, uh, from, uh, like neighbors and stuff, but, uh, I work for a, a large international company. Uh, and so, um, a lot of my, uh, work colleagues are also formula one fans. Um, but also, um, uh, Haas automatic or Haas or Haas, I'm never really clear on how to pronounce it. Uh, automation, which sponsors the Stuart Haas, uh, NASCAR team also has a formula one team um so i uh i pull for uh mercedes uh who just came off of a long 
uh, period of time of being dominant. Um, but I always have that kind of like hometown hope that Hass will do something awesome. Um, there's still probably several years from uh, being a serious contender, but I, I, you know, it's kind of one of those any given Sunday. They could be in the right place at the right time. Um, and they're they're a smaller outfit than anyone else. They do it with less money than anyone else. Like it's it's very much this, uh, you know, a chip in a chair uh, American dream thing that they're doing. So, um, yeah, Formula One's them. fun. It's it's a lot of fun. That or cooking, yeah. probably. If I had to start a, a podcast to answer your actual uh, <laughs> uh, question, but I, I don't know that there's really a, a big market for cooking podcasts, uh, especially for um youtube for I, sure podcast maybe not yeah. as much it'd be a lot harder to translate i think and not I, from I, it professionals that live in the deep south like it's <laughs> so i have a question as a canadian okay what does roll tide mean uh roll tide if i hear roll tide means that you don't know your abcs <laughs> um <Ooh>. okay <laughs> it's um, no it's uh, do you have the real answer? Like, so it's about uh, so Alabama yes. football. Like the 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 Alabama, it's a it's a big college. They've uh, had been a perennial powerhouse in college football, and their thing is basically roll tide. I uh, <laughs> I don't know much more than that. What is their actual no, mascot? Is the, their mascot's an elephant. Like, yeah, how do you get roll tide from an elephant? But it's not okay. like but. But they're not like the Alabama elephants. I think it's I don't even know no, what it's like, Crimson Tide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the name the of the tide. of the team is Crimson Tide. Then that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Full disclosure, I thought it was a NASCAR thing, and no. I thought it was about the tide car flipping. <laughs> I'm gonna no. be upfront with you about that. I thought it was about the the tide car flipping. No, if no, and I'm if you got that I could clear Steve, that that's because of my disdain nope, for Alabama I, football. I got it while you were you were talking about NASCAR and Formula One. I was oh, like, wait, okay. maybe he can explain this phrase. Yeah, no, that is a, all the time. On that the is internet. a college football thing that unfortunately you see a lot of. Hey, I, um, I'm in. People like that what they the, like. Was that one of oh, the first no, no. times? We've Alabama had a specifically is the unfortunate thing. Football is fine. I'm I'm oh, okay. I'm down with football. It's Alabama specifically. Um, <laughs> I and this this is too deep of a subject to get into on this thing. Okay, then but I feel we? very I feel very strongly about the uh, massive mismatch between Alabama University academics and Alabama uh, University football, and that is a recurring mismatch in mm. a lot of perennial powerhouses in the NCAA. So. I wrote uh, won't get into that. that. Um, Actually, on my way out of university in my final year, I wrote my bachelor's thesis on how that that played even in my university. So that's a common thing in general. Uh, But anyway, fucking nerds. (laughs) I mean, I have no room to talk about what I do for a living. Yeah, what do I do? I I do nothing. I'm customer service. Um, so you were married recently who does that uh me twice um so <laughs> not recently twice because i feel no, like the no, government no. might need to recently, know recently recently once recently <laughs> once uh yeah so yeah, we, uh, we only on... care about the crew we only care about crew weddings yeah the last so, wedding um, yeah sure <laughs> big steen and i got married uh on april 1st um which was a uh a bit of an inside joke turned legitimate uh anniversary so uh when we were dating that was our 
uh, assumed anniversary because we didn't remember when we actually started dating. We just knew it was in April and we decided that April 1st was a, a funny choice. Uh, and so April Fool's Day was our uh, anniversary. And then uh, we realized that, uh, you know, we, we wanted to do the thing, get married, do life, uh, all of that. And we realized that April 1st uh, this year fell on a Saturday and we're like, well, I mean, it's perfect. We can make mm-hmm. it our actual anniversary. So yeah, we got, we got married uh, April 1st um, and yeah, so far so good. So congratulations. Yeah, I understand you wore a Massonomic shirt to your wedding. I did. I wore uh, my uh, Discord crew shirt, as a matter of fact, uh, un- underneath underneath uh, my uh, my actual shirt that I uh, wore for uh, for getting married. Um, but yeah, my my undershirt was my Discord crew shirt. So did I actually for my wedding because we got married outside in January. So you I may, wore... you may or may not have been the inspiration for that. <laughs> Stop it. Yes, I wore the varsity long sleeve shirt under my winter jacket and other layers but i did not know so no it was a yeah, the, the, it was the, a pun. I, I was following where it was going yeah because i oh. always get confused if he's talking about it if, 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 if joke is only if he says jacket or a potent jacket or interchangeable yeah. but i always you know the whole oh you can't joke I, about that up in canada in january it was negative the... 14 the wind was so piercing that i built a four foot snow wall to try and minimize it then we lit a fire within the four foot snow wall it was so cold that we did the vows and then ran inside to warm up and then so when you're like hoodie i kind of got the joke but i was like no it was very cold (laughs) sorry about that i think you're a little further north in ontario than where than mississauga right yeah yeah. So uh, no, actually, I'm a little. I'm about west of Mississauga. Are you okay? Yeah. Um We we had a a standing joke uh, in my previous role on uh, the team that I uh, worked on uh, that for whatever reason I always would get sent to Mississauga in December, mm-hmm. um, and it without fail any time that I had to go to Canada, it was in December. And that's fine because like half of December is most Canadians going. I wish it would snow. It's almost Christmas. And then the last half of December is murder. It was it was late yep. enough that uh that there was always <laughs> several yeah. feet of snow. <laughs> and it, the this year, the first two weeks, back to the weather on this podcast. Like, look at us. Look at us taking after the main podcast. <laughs> who'd have thought? Um, who'd have thought? Um the first two weeks of December, leading up to about my birthday and then my mm-hmm. wife's birthday, it was warm enough. Some of us were just in in hoodies. Yeah. in shorts in just shoes going like it's going to be christmas i wish it would snow and then it didn't stop snowing for like a week and it just built up forever and the snow and the ice and yeah so maybe that was a little ptsd there where i'm just like no you don't joke about that <laughs> it was the worst <laughs> we we had actually um scheduled the wedding as well mm-hmm. um during the lockdown that happened yeah. up here you know with everything going on so it was it was a very unpleasant time, but mm-hmm. congratulations on your wedding uh, to you. you and Steen. Um, you know we all love Steen. Doesn't mm-hmm. post very often, but when she does, we're in. She's uh, she's she's figuring out this whole massonomics thing, and it was it was it was actually kind of a, a giddy moment for me when she was like, "So how do you join this thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> a convert. <laughs> I did it." <laughs> All right. Um, 
Should we move into, do you want to go into that yet, Keith? Do you want to go into overrated and underrated? I got, it wasn't one of my questions, but I do need to okay. ask it just because Keep it, going. His, his answer is going to dictate if I can be friends with him or not anymore. Okay. Uh, I think it's one, of, it's one of your wife's questions for, uh, to Joey. Uh, do you have a, I don't know if it's a preference thing or you don't think you need to do it at both times, but brushing teeth at night versus in the morning, is there a story there? Because if you only brush your teeth once a day, I'm not talking to you anymore. No, so uh, I'm I'm much better about doing it uh, at night than in the morning. Uh, at night is literally like clockwork, uh, to the to the point that like uh, she'll like lay down and then it'll be like kind of a chore to get up to uh, like uh, go do it again. I'm like, no, no, come on, we're this is this is the thing. We're <laughs> this is this is non negotiable. And then in the morning she's like, hey, dumbass, don't don't forget to do this. Gotcha. So it's just more that she's she's a uh, morning person and you're a night person. You know, basically when you're both more alert, maybe kind of thing. Now she's she's uh, she's more a likes to rest person. So if she's going to be up and and moving about, she's going to get shit done. Um, it's it's a it's an inertia thing. You know, if, if gotcha. an object an object in motion stays in motion. Uh, so gotcha. I would I guess then Keith that you are very adamant about brushing your teeth because I oh, yeah I barely brush my teeth at night and I'll tell you why. It's because I push myself until I am so asleep that I'm either sleepwalking or passed out on the couch Mm -hmm. that sometimes I just forget to. And sometimes I'll do it. I'll have a beer in my hand. I'll have a pop in my hand or something like that. But in the morning, it is the first thing I do. I wake up, I shut my alarm off and I brush my teeth. And if anything gets in my way, it's like a fight. Mm -hmm. So that's really, (laughs) it's funny that. Uh, it's something if I remember, I usually do it at night, but most of the time I just wake up on the couch at three in the morning and go uh, uh, and stumble into bed. Powerlifting <laughs> actually made me a better sleeper, believe it or not. I, yeah. I, it, it incentivized me to go to bed at a reasonable hour and get good sleep. Yeah. Uh, because with, without it, I am fucking useless. Yeah. I, I feel so bad. I, ev- everything's off and it's just like, ah, oh, man, like everything just feels lightly crappy if I don't get good sleep. So like, it's, it's one of those things I taught myself to do. I think we can go into overrated underrated in a minute, but I don't know if Joey forgot or if he doesn't have one, but I want a Joey silly question. Now, should we we do it it later? I'll let you guys decide. Do you want to do that now? Or do you want to do that after overrated underrated? Uh, Uh, Dealer's choice. Well, let's do it now because then we'll go overrated or underrated, and then we'll let Spoon uh, ask us a question. I think that's as I like I like kind of in and on. That's a good flow. The, the guest asking us. So, that's a yeah. good flow. I'm gonna tell you, I just changed this as I was walking <laughs> into this room to record oh, it. Wow. So I had one, and then I went running into the living room to my wife, and I said, I asked her this question, and she looked at me like I was a psycho. Okay, so here's my question to you guys. Why do platypus need to glow in the dark? Druthers, platypus. Is a platypus, is that a dinosaur or is that an active mammal today that I just can't picture? Um... Oh, this is a strange one. Wait, who are you? A platypus? Barry the platypus! That's a marsupial. That is a marsupial. Um, looks like a I, beaver with a beaver tail, okay. duck feet, poison tips, and a duck bill. Um, but yeah, somehow it, a real animal. He is not bullshitting you. Okay. It lays eggs. It's a marsupial that lays yeah. eggs. Um, but why does it need to glow in the dark? 
I was not aware that they did. So I'm going to need. I know. More, uh, I, I know. think that's the hypo- I think that's the hypothetical. <laughs> his his jokey. It glows in the dark. If a it does, oh, it really does. Under a UV light. They're bioluminescent? Bio or bioluminescent. Oh. Holy shit. That's awesome. And... I, thought, I thought this was like some like nope. random pull. Okay. So. Nope. Why? I legit thought that you were pulling my leg. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Okay. But like, why? Like they live in rivers. They don't live in the ocean where bioluminescence is kind of like the big thing. So like, why would, why would they need that? They're evolution's leftovers. Hmm. like they're like yeah we had a little extra bioluminescence just like sprinkle it on there you know like salt bay style i think it's just because they need to help us on our quests like ultimately i i kind of think that platypus are just here to help us on whatever life quest that we need like legend of zelda where you like eat like a fish and you glow yeah yeah but like <laughs> but like when you can't see at night like the platypus are there to guide you I am uh, I am down with this explanation of reality. I'm 100% in. Absolutely. So, Keith, why do platypus glow in the dark, man? I would say, so they're, did you say they lay eggs? So they must have a bunch of kids. So their kids can see their parents better at night. I'm still that's, hung up on the fact I, that Keith didn't know what a platypus that's is. No, I, there's going to be so many memes about, like, this is a platypus, you dumbass. Like, I don't know what <laughs> one is. Uh but like I'm so gonna start it, them when we get off here, and it's gonna be like would, a zebra or something. <laughs> wouldn't it make it more them more prone to just get attacked and like murdered by other animals? Because like okay, so just... so they're only bioluminescent, um, from what I understand, under UV light, which okay. is kind of even more insane because UV light doesn't UV exist light. in the world. Nothing sees in UV light, but like I guess scientists just had UV lights and were like, hmm. okay, come on, like now you also glow. I think Rich, are you looking it up? Nope. So it's not a bene- it's not a beneficial glow to any. I am aspect. making a meme <laughs> because I get to make the Easy. first one, <laughs> um, and nobody's going to know what I'm talking about until this episode ends. <laughs> Fantastic! I think you might need to hold off on that just so we can power through, man. But like, oh, um, I, can, I can talk. All right. All so right. yeah, like that's that's it. Like uh, they they glow in the dark. Strange. I do like the idea that maybe their kids see. That's actually really smart. Yeah, it's got a feature. It's got to have some feature because there's no bioluminescence that I'm aware of. Do we no, know that no animals uh, can see evolutionarily UV? I'm assuming. I don't know that off the top of my head because that would be an inter- inter- or, or or let's. I'm curious, like if so, they would be weird. Like so, they glow in the dark under certain parameters, but they can't see themselves or their spouse. You know, their their other <laughs> equivalent glow in the dark. Like that's so, just, can that they seems... see? Yeah, yeah. UV. Because it would yeah. only make sense if they can. If they're predators, yeah, can, then they, then they would. Because then they could to. spot themselves. Like they could spot their cousin, you know, down the block, you know, yeah. in the woods, in the river. Like that would be an intriguing thing. But if it's just like, it could be a mating thing too. That's true. Because if they can see in UV, like maybe it is how yeah, they find like, each other. Like Keith says, that's how they find each other. But like maybe the brightest of them, you know, is the better mate or the less least best mate. Also, have scientists put every single animal in the existence under a UV light, or is this just the only one that they've tested that we know of? Well, we're definitely not putting humans under <laughs> it's UV light. It's just a lab where they're just like holding them under a UV light and see what yeah. happens. <laughs> no, not not you. They can't. Well, this dog's you boring. <laughs> Bring back, back the platypus. The... <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Anyway, that's my silly joke of the week or silly question of the week. Um, 
That's if a random one. The answer, if you're out listening to this and you know the answer, because everything I read, which was not a lot, said that we don't know the answer. Um, but yes, Platypus Glow in the Dark, and no, nobody on this current podcast knows why. <laughs> They're also not dinosaurs. They're also not dinosaurs. Or mammals. Or mammals. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Like, are they marsupials? Yes. That's insane. Because I thought the possum was the only marsupial in North America. Now we got the Google machine go. We got the Google machine going. I they lay eggs. It's a mammal. Yeah, they lay eggs. But they're a mammal that lays eggs. Okay, good. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. So I, I'm not insane. Do possums no, glow in the dark? Like, <laughs> do possums lay eggs? So... No, no, possums, no. Possums do not glow in the dark because if they did, they'd probably get hit by cars less. That's true. Those poor things. All they want to do is eat ticks and protect us. It's a lot of roadkill talk in the last couple of weeks. You know why? Because I live in the country. I see a lot of roadkill. Um, so we got this game we like to play. Uh, it's called Overrated, Underrated. And we'd play it with every guest every week. Um, essentially, we're going to give you a list of handpicked topics for you, Big Rich Spoon Man. And I have six of them, possibly seven, if anything like last week happens and I suck at this. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Laces it's... out, Dan. We crashed and burned on like three of those. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but okay, full in my defense, the Instagram one, I got vindicated. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. I saw someone posted. Hey, it's big mofo guy was like Kevin. This Mo- is the post Joey was talking about, and Kevin had posted about being Instagram censored, and he forgot. So I brought it up during the podcast, and he was like, "I have no clue what you're talking about." But no, it did happen. I am only a crazy person most of the time. It it is big mofo guy, but according to Tanner, uh, one of the hosts, it is moto guy. So moto that guy. Kind of- that was kind yeah. of a gag. And then someone responded with the motorcycle emoji. <laughs> that, that was classic. Look, look right. out for so, him to be on the podcast in the coming weeks. Now it's coming up. we got a, a couple guests lined up, uh, a little short list going. Um, but let's focus on this guest, and we're going to yes. play Rated Underrated. Now, keep in mind, you have your druthers. Of course. But ultimately, you have to pick a side. Yep. Let's do so, it. Overrated or underrated, squatting to depth. Fuck you, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) That one wasn't me. That one wasn't me. Underrated, of course. Yeah, no, he's he's been having a little fun with me on uh, on Instagram about this. It's it's always been a uh, a struggle. You should go back and watch watch some really old stuff. It was atrocious. Um, But it's it's something I've been working on uh, from mobility uh, standpoint. I I was uh, over a hundred pounds bigger than I am currently um just two years ago so there's there's a lot of relearning my body going on um and uh part of that has been mobility focused um but uh we're we're getting there um able to do it uh relatively well my my ability to get a good camera angle in my uh garage sucks um so a lot a lot of uh a lot of the uh the depth stuff is camera um obviously obviously i have my days where like i i can't move to save my fucking life um there is a ton of stretching involved by the way to you to get anywhere close so um stretching or warming the, up both okay um uh couch stretch in particular has been very very important pigeon stretch pigeon yeah, stretch is the one that does it for me because i also squat pretty high i'm gonna jump mm-hmm. in when and, and say like so do i 
I found that widening my stance and sticking to a lot of pigeon stretches, couch stretches, mm-hmm. um, but also just never squatting and only doing <laughs> push pull. Really, the key to this, I promise. Yeah. Now, squats my favorite lift, so I I definitely want to get to a point where no matter what platform I'm on, no matter who's who the judges are, um, I I could consistently hit three white lights. That's 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 the goal. So. Um, obviously with a training age of under two years, um, we're going to have some things that we need to work on. So, (laughs) um, of course, uh, squatting to depth is underrated. Um, all right. uh, Yeah. So, all right. Overrated or underrated bucket hats. Oh, underrated. Oh my God. A, A quintessential piece of the, uh, summer fat man attire is is the bucket hat um the most the more ostentatious of a, a pattern the better um i remember yeah, I, my I, I, I my first it. bucket hat was from coors light and then they had put them in all of the coors oh, light yeah. packages and they were everywhere just every every kid had one and the, the teachers were like you can't wear that that has beer on it and i was like yeah, it was free and it's mine all right so that's actually anything. A, anything you could put on a Hawaiian shirt, you can put on a bucket hat, and it's. I can't weird. believe you said that because I was literally about to ask you: Does it pair well with a Hawaiian shirt? Absolutely. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, right. Overrated, underrated. For the ignorant one here, what is a bucket hat? Uh, I'm trying to use context clues, and I think I know what it is, but I think I don't. So, all right. So, round hat uh, has kind of a, uh, it's a hat you wear on your head. Yeah. There's no other answer. It's a hat Um, you wear in your head. (laughs) Typically linen or canvas or, uh, it's cloth, uh, of some kind typically, um, doesn't have a hard, uh, brim, like, a uh, like a ball cap does. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, if you know, like, uh, uh, I just didn't know. I was for a second. I was like, they think about the the plastic hat with the beer on the side and the, and the, the have you ever heard have you ever heard the song Steal My Sunshine by Len? No, probably. Okay, so maybe that was Steal just a Canadian hit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that, Gil- so- that song is a bucket hat. Gilligan's hat. Yes. Ish. Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. okay, there we go. Gilligan I, from Gilligan's yep. Island. Yep. I know what a Gilligan Nailed it. I, I should have started with that. That makes more sense. Google you should have started with. You should have started with a hat you wear in your head. That was the only yeah. thing that's true. Yeah. It was kind of kind of a soft tea. <laughs> I thought it was implied, but I forgot people can't always hear what's in my head. <laughs> All right. Overrated, underrated. Weddings. Oh, overrated. No, um, hell yeah. Paid weddings. Now, Never again. Now I say that I say that with the caveat that um I we did the full shebang uh for for my first marriage. Um and it was super fun. I uh, don't have any notes about that. Um, however, um, yeah, eloping is the way to go. Sorry um, yep. for for everyone that, that has the dream of uh, the big white wedding. Um, do it. Do, listen, if if it's your if it's your dream, do it. Um, but uh, if you're wondering if uh, it's just as good without all the pomp and circumstance, the answer is yes. Agreed. I've been in roughly 12 to 14 wedding parties in the wedding party. I've been, been, yeah. <laughs> been everything from ring bearer to groom. Uh, I have been two, including those, up to 20 weddings. And I will tell you from experience, they're all the same. They all suck. And 98% of them end in divorce. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. 
you don't need the stress. But that's my personal opinion. Um, I will probably never attend another wedding again until it's my children. Uh, unfortunately, that means a lot to my friends. Some of them are disappointed. Some of my family members are disappointed. But I said, look, man, it's just not worth it for me. Mm-hmm. I spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars putting on the suit. Going in, and now I got to find a babysitter because I have kids now. And mm-hmm. I said, just don't invite me. Send me a card so I can send you some money and wish you well. But yep. I'm not coming. Uh, and my wedding was a secret wedding in the backyard, surrounded by my family and a fire. And that was it. So I'm with you. I'm 100% with you on that. We had the legally required five people in attendance. We had uh, one of my friends was uh, was the efficient. Uh, her husband was my uh, best man. And Steen's best friend was there as the maid of honor. Um, yep. My those, parents those and my two kids double double as the legal witnesses that you need for signing uh, yep. the paperwork. So, Keith, any insight? Um, I would say if the if if you guys want the wedding, have the wedding. Absolutely. Um, exactly. My my biggest Absolutely. uh my I feel when I, I got married, Jesus, in two thousand eight. Uh, I I feel that like my I don't want to bash my wife's family, but like they had way too much <laughs> say. Um, Mute. like the the damn the wedding ends up becoming for the family and not the mm-hmm. husband and wife and Fair that i don't so. i i i roll my I roll my eyes at that whole concept uh i mean marriage is the most sacred thing to me in my world i enjoyed my wedding you know uh mm-hmm. if you want to have a wedding have a wedding um end of the day I guess, it's about you and your wife though yeah yeah not 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 to bash divorce and second weddings but the second weddings that i've gone to my gift was significantly smaller i'm assuming that's like a normal thing like if you go to a second wedding like yep. i don't feel that i need to give you two or three hundred dollars you're getting like 50 bucks or nothing like <laughs> like no i mean and that's just i don't know i just <laughs> people get divorced all the time i get it but like if i have to keep coming to your wedding like you're getting less and less each time i come to your wedding yeah i want to have more divorce parties like i want one divorce party i'll go to your wedding but then I want to go to the divorce party because nobody ever gets divorced when things are going well. It's not like, well, this has been going really great. I love you a lot, but like, maybe let's end it. Like that never happens. Um, whereas weddings, sometimes people get married even when shit's not going great and they're going to divorce anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a personal thing. I, so I, great, great answer. Cause like, yes, I 100% agree. You want to get married. You want to do it go do it, go have fun, invite all of the people that are just going to fight and make you feel guilty <laughs> about their way they're sitting and complain about their food anyway, do that. And I tell you, the 20 weddings I've been to, I have seen all of it. I've seen I do have to fun. say, though, with the the uh, divorce thing, um, with with all things said, if if there is such thing as a good divorce, I did have one. Um, oh, still, I know they happen. Friends with my ex-wife. Yep. Uh, we have a son together uh, that we co-parent. But it wasn't um, because actually, things his were going birthday well. Is tomorrow, um, and we are celebrating at the zoo on uh, on Saturday. I'm going to. You see guys are going zoo. to the top going shelf to at the zoo. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's, an ex- that's, that's an expensive weekend. Uh, not uh, not that zoo. Um, not the, uh, <laughs> we the both North did that. That's zoo. good call. Um, well, but, happy uh, birthday to your to your son. Thank you. Um, I will tell him as such. Um, but like, I'm I'm going to see all of my my ex in laws too. So like, we're. Yeah. We we have a good rapport. Um, if there is such thing as a good divorce, I had one. 
Um, and there, there's got to be yeah. because, but like, I don't think anybody gets divorced because things are going well. No, 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 no. And and the thing, things were definitely not going well in my marriage. Right? But... Like, it's it's never uh, everything's going great. We're financially set. We love each other. It's I'm a just work sick to get of this idea now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sick For of this sure. idea of marriage. Like nobody ever does that. All right. Un- overrated or underrated? Mm-hmm. This is not mine. Sporks. Uh, you got to use your druthers on that because is a sport highly rated? Like if we play the game, do like way, and that's that's the like, thing. I I don't know that sports are highly rated, and so, but I so. I do feel at the end I still have to say overrated, despite the fact that they may not be highly rated to begin with. And the reason for that is that they do like they they're obviously a fork and a spoon together but they do both jobs kind of shittily and not better than each one does its job by itself so Correct. despite the fact that it's probably already not uh highly rated unless you were a avid fan of Taco Bell in the 90s um i still have to say overrated we don't have them up here. I don't think I've ever. I mean, there don't are have things, sporks or don't have don't. Taco Bell. I have lots of Taco Bells. <laughs> okay. but I I don't think I've ever been like, willfully. Man, brands is lacking. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever willfully. It's like ninety percent a spoon and just just a little ridges. It's got some edges. Yeah, little shitty yeah. tines on the end. Yeah. But they wouldn't. But they're really, wide. They wouldn't wouldn't be super effective. Uh, just give me chopsticks would... at that rate. Like you can eat yeah. anything better with chopsticks than you can eat with a fork. I don't know. I, as someone who eats like a cold lunch out of a lunch pail every day, I have a Ziploc bag with like 10 forks and like three or four spoons. And it does suck when I use all my forks up and I have to eat my cold chicken with a spoon. That's a yeah. son of a bitch. But a, a spork there would be, you know, considerably an improvement. But but if yeah, you had and, chopsticks, and... that would be a non-concern because chopsticks can scoop and chopsticks can stab. And chopsticks can pick I've never up. Had, I've never had luck in the right hands, maybe, but not, rice. not I. Like, I, I know that, that that's a very common with, thing. I can't with sticky do it. rice. You've got to use the sticky rice. I do. Like the, that's the thing. With the crumbly rice? No, it, it doesn't work. You need a fork or a spoon for that stuff, right? But um, most foods. Washed medium grain, super sticky. Like, it, it's. The the problem is that it it's all in one container with my meal prep, and so yeah. like this the like stuff from my chicken or from my uh, vegetables or beef or turkey or whatever the hell uh, is in there gets on it, and it <laughs> like it starts as sticky rice. It doesn't stay yeah. as sticky. It's like, unbind. I introduced an unbinding agent. <laughs> yeah. I uh, right. I have a couple sets of uh, camping utensils that uh, I pack in my work bag um, for uh, for meal prep. Okay, well, that's interesting you bring that up because overrated or underrated, meal prep. Ah, uh, man. Uh, I'm going to have the druthers on this one probably. Mm-hmm. Just, we'll and, and if anything, just to, just to buy time to, to decide this. Um, I think... For like, no, no. I think I think we I think we'll just go flat underrated. We're we're just gonna say underrated. Um, and the reason is, even if you don't have concrete nutritional uh, goals, even if you don't have 
uh, yeah, targets you're trying to hit, you don't have a uh, a fitness goal or anything like that. It saves you so much goddamn money. Uh, in in the end, making uh making meals in bulk and just you know even even if you if your version of uh meal prep is the like the leftovers method where you, you just cook something and you use the leftovers as meal prep, um, there's less food waste, um, and it saves you time over uh eating out. It has things prepared. It's convenient. I I gotta go with underrated. Um. I thought I thought I was going to have to reconcile those uh those two things cuz obviously it's it's underrated for uh like if you're if you're lifting and you have a busy life mm-hmm. saves you a ton of time saves you a lot of money it's 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 great for that um I but I wasn't sure I was going to be able to to reconcile those two but no it's just underrated All right and then the last one which is always in my opinion the most important okay. uh whether you pass or not or, or relies on this one uh, overrated or underrated this one comes from at least two separate people which are not <laughs> steam okay okay laurie's seasoning salt <laughs> so uh Lowry's seasoning salt uh is overrated because it has sunflower oil in it which i'm allergic to <laughs> um, is that the only reason because uh, i love Lowry's seasoning salt Here's here's the like, thing. Here's no, the thing. yes, that is that is actually the okay. only reason because I love Lowry's and I yes. can't have it because bit, I, on your chicken wings, a little bit of butter, a little bit of Lowry's, a little bit of Tabasco, the best chicken wings you'll ever eat. Chicken wings, pork chops, uh, yep. like ground anything you're making with ground beef, it's 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 delicious. I love it. So do you have a Obviously nut I can't allergy, have it, but... or is it a sunflower seed allergy? Sunflower. Okay, so, so, so sunflower, so sunflower seed is not a yeah. nut then. Mm-hmm. Sunflower seeds, uh, sunflower lecithin, uh, and uh, sunflower oil. Oil, <laughs> um, depending on uh, concentration and stuff, I I can have oil without realizing it. Lecithin uh, tends to have a little bit of uh, gastric distress. Seeds will put me in the hospital. That's, that's uh, insane. That's, that's scary. So if anyone in the crew wants to kill me, that's the way to do it. I'll bring you a box. I love sunflower seeds, and that's that. It's one of my summertime when I need salt things. I have a mm-hmm. salt addiction and I just need salt and I'll go through those just nonstop. They're gross and messy though. Also seen I'm in so Ace sensitive. Ventura. Yeah. Also seen in Ace Ventura when he eats the sunflower seeds on the Miami Dolphins desk, desk played by Courtney Cox. I am going to bring Cox, wow. a very young and I'm going to bring this back now. Thanks to Big Kevin every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's probably got at least 25 movies that we should all at least have some it's gonna be hard though because like if you like deep dive into a movie to get like one thing it's like i haven't watched a, a you know a jim carrey movie in probably 10 years so it's like i do i probably remember haven't watched three quarters yeah. of them is the problem i've i've uh, absolutely memorized both ace venturas um uh, probably dumb and dumber even this dumb and dumber were the sequel with the two kids was kind of funny they were better in Fired Up. So I don't know if you've ever seen Fired Up, the cheerleader movie. That's yeah. worth at least one watch. That was really funny. Um, that sounds funny. <laughs> the Mask, I think I saw a lot as a kid, but I don't think I'm as dedicated to memorizing it. I know The Mask better than a lot of the other ones. Probably. Now you hit me with Arnold movies. I got you. And then, but then, not so much. 
but then like the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind when he decided number to 23 also actor. Yeah. yeah that's um anyway so i think you passed overrated <laughs> underrated oh uh, terrific Glad except except for your sunflower seed thing makes me sad because I yeah our seeds hey I can, I can be in the same room with them i just can't like i try to avoid them so it's more a a a oral digestion than it is just like a like I I work with a guy that's got a nut yeah. allergy. I've never been experienced that in my life. I can if I eat a packet of nuts at lunch and I'm anywhere if I'm like just talking to him ten minutes mm-hmm. later he like he like like can tell when like starts like breaking no out I'm not shit. I'm not that sensitive. Well, when I'm at work and I'm eating a protein bar, I have I ask everybody are you, yeah. are you or your children mm-hmm. allergic to nuts? This has nuts mm-hmm. in it, and if they say yes, I don't like I can't open it. Right, right, because right. right. apparently nut allergy is just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very sensitive. I yeah. uh, I had some people that I knew uh, in in high school that were were hypersensitive. Crazy! What a weird world. Um, I think it's time for yeah, it's Rich to ask fit. us our questions. All yeah, right. My, well, your questions are going to be a game. I think this and might become my favorite very, segment too. Very very similar to uh, you y'all's uh, y'all's game of underrated overrated. Y'all roll um, tide. This is a a game of smash or pass. Oh, no. Um, It is not people. It's topics. Okay, okay. Okay, Um, Yeah, no, I I wouldn't do that to you. I was like, I "I gotta use my brothers and put my marriage in this This care. Smash or pass. (laughs) This isn't people. Um, It's it's all uh, all topics. Uh, Again, you're uh, allowed your brothers, just like with overrated or underrated. Um, But in the end, you must choose either smash or pass are you all ready to play let's do it all right um and and both of you can uh, can give an answer to all of these um so smash or pass the state of west virginia <laughs> science is my home state it is i mean oh wow like i'm glad i don't live there anymore there's a lot of just horrible low caliber humans there but all my family's there. The state's beautiful. It has its moments. So yeah, uh, smash, smash West Virginia. Uh, Joey's so, guy. Joey is like, oh, I must have said something funny. I don't know. He's rolling over there. This is. I, we really do got to figure out a way to like get this on YouTube someday. Because I've uh, like never our, heard of it. I've never been. I have no. I have no answer. Um, is that where the Fresh Prince was from? West Virginia, no, born no, and raised. He was, that was West Philadelphia. <laughs> Sure? But that's that's gonna be a meme too. West Philadelphia sure? versus West Virginia. Now, uh West Virginia, it is a it's uh so New York, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, like if you're going north the north to south. So it's like two states from me. Okay. And I that's where that. I, I, <laughs> like, I know I of West Virginia. No, I know of oh, West Virginia, yeah. but I don't have an opinion of it. I've never been there, never heard of it. But I really enjoyed you saying I hate everybody from there. Dot dot dot. My family. My family. I think that's where you finally uh, broke me. I had to mute my computer for a second. Uh, well, that. and according to John Denver, it's almost heaven. So, yeah. well, that John Denver's full um, of shit. <laughs> I love the callbacks. Oh, I love them. All right. So I guess I'm gonna go pass. All right. You have to go we pass. Gotta smash you... and we gotta. I gotta. Pass. I got. All right. Our next topic: uh, dad jokes. Smash. Mm, yeah i gotta go smash like some smash. of them can be like yeah yeah smash the categorical oh, smash even the worst y'all. ones are still funny because I, I i have this theory that like everybody rags on dad jokes but like 
dads just want to make you laugh. We, we want to make you laugh in a way that is clean sometimes, makes you roll your eyes. But like, ultimately, we just want to say something that makes everybody around us feel good for a second. And everybody rags on us for it. But like, we're not punching up. We're not punching down. Sometimes we're mocking ourselves a little bit. So I love dad jokes. I think that they are the cleanest form of humor. I think they're the purest form of humor, um, but they're also the stupidest form of humor. And I'm in now, for that. What's your ratio with it? So say like just mathematically, if you were to hear five dad jokes a week, how many are you laughing at? How many are, and how many are you uh, nose snorting at? Or I'm nose breathing? at hundred percent. With a dad at, joke? At least a, li- at least a little bit of a chuckle. At with 100%. a dad joke, sometimes you're laughing at the fact that somebody told a dad joke. Yes. <laughs> sometimes the joke itself isn't funny, but thank you for taking the opportunity. That made me laugh. I uh, I have one that I tell my sister on her birthday every year. Um, and when I when I open with it, she knows that it's it's that joke, but it's become tradition. So I, I do it every year. It's uh, did did you know that uh, in Mexico they're big fans of mayonnaise? Uh, so much so that uh, yeah, okay. Thank, thanks for interacting, uh, Joey. We can we can continue. So much so that on uh, on the Titanic, they had uh, fifty gallons. Uh, not not fifty gallons, like fifty uh big drums of mayonnaise barrels. that were destined for yeah barrels. Thank you. Uh, that were destined for Mexico. Uh, after they made their stop in uh New York, of course. Uh, we all know that the Titanic did not survive its maiden voyage. Uh, it hit an iceberg and uh, it sank. And the uh, the loss was so great for the Mexican people that they instituted a national uh, day of mourning, which, of course, they titled Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So my sister, my sister's birthday is May 5th. So <laughs> that's good. That's I, good. Uh, uh, my favorite dad joke. I'll, I'll hit you with it. Okay. Um, you ever look up and see geese flying in a V and one side has more geese than the other? Do you know why that is? Because there's more geese, on, more that geese on that side. Like it's, <laughs> 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 nice. like it's such a dumb unjoke. And I, I told it wrong. It's supposed it's to be so why fantastic. one side's longer than the other because there's more geese on that side. But like, right. that's really funny. Um, there is one I was really proud of. My my wife's dad is so good at them. And, and he makes them up. was amazing like, at them. Somebody will just say something and he'll just turf on that word. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny every time. Sometimes when I tell them and I think they're really funny, I will message him mm-hmm. and go, well, remind me to tell you about this joke when I see you because I thought it was so good. Uh, so shout out to John. He's really funny. Love it. Uh, so next, I think that was smash on yep. both sides. Um, so uh, next, smash or pass, uh, lifting belts for bench. Who does smash, that? 100%, 100%. I do. I won't bench over. Once I hit 205, like so like 80% or something, I put a belt on. For pass. Sure. Hard Have pass. To. I've never benched that much, so I don't, I don't know <laughs> well, what that's what like. Is, whatever. Like the, the weights regardless, 80-ish percent. Like mm-hmm. I usually like. I'll do my warm ups like so for me it's like uh once I get to one knee uh because I do like you know bar quarter plate quarter quarter mm-hmm. you know etc. Yeah. Uh once I get to two ten or two oh five I'll put my wrist straps on two twenty five I'll put a belt on and then after that it's belt and wrist straps. Uh I've had a significant uh lot of back cramping during bench. Like, okay. I've hurt I've hurt me my too. back. 
I so it helps you cramp it. And, absolutely, absolutely. I've, okay. I've, I've, I've shit the bed at meets on almost several third attempt benches because of back cramps. And I'm like sitting okay, yeah. there with my, like trying to foam roll it out in between attempts or having someone put a, uh, you know, my massage gun on it. It's, it's a hundred percent smash. I've heard it's a thing. Somebody has asked me, why don't you? And then I was just like, I don't know. It, I've never heard of that. Uh, now there are times, of course, when I get that weight up there, and my uh, my abductors just absolutely cramp up. So if you ever watch, you you'll never see it because I never I'm going to show you. But if you ever see me benching and I'm holding the bar in the bench position, but I'm wiggling my back, it's because my back is cramped in that position. Um, so I've thought about wearing a belt, um, but also it sounds very uncomfortable. So. Uh, you're I not also wear it as tight as you would on yeah. squat either, too. So if you have a well, but I also head, don't. I'm also not sold on wearing it for squats and deads anymore, because I don't brace properly. So part of me thinks I could deadlift and squat without the belt, the weights I currently do. But that's just something I think I learned at the last meet, where I slapped on that thing, and I did that deadlift, and then was like, I don't even recall wearing a belt doing it um so pass for me for now possible right. smash later no that's good to know that that's why uh why you uh belt i've i've uh had trouble with back cramping benching myself so maybe i'll have to give that a shot suddenly now me and, me and rich are going to be wearing a belt mm-hmm. <laughs> just play play around with it keep a yeah. little loose i mean mm-hmm. it might be a different position it might be higher mm-hmm. uh you know it, it's i've I found great benefit in it, but if you were someone that wears a super, super tight lever belt and won't adjust the the tension on it between lifts, like mm-hmm. that wouldn't. Oh, work. I have I a pal. Doing... So yeah, I, yeah. So I, you'd be it's, going. It's a lever, uh, but I can adjust it. Yeah, like yeah, I'll, I'll I'll squat on like my tightest uh, mm-hmm. pal section, and then I'll probably bench on the middle to the the least. And then mm-hmm. as far as yeah. what Joey said, deadlifting without a belt, yeah, I I could I could I could pass on deadlifting with a belt for sure. Uh, I feel that that's the least at least in my my current state like it, mm-hmm. it's a struggle for me to get to the bar with a belt on right now because my belly's a little too big all right uh smash or pass jammer arms pass 100 they're stupid uh is that lingo i don't know so you would like have them on the front end of your squat rack and you would like uh, basically just think of like half an upright on top of your regular upright with handles on it. And you would do like military press. You could turn around and row with them. Uh, you could, I think so they're not safety bars. No, no, no. They're, no, they're, they're a sad they're... attempt at uh, giving you versatility on a rack that you okay. would get from isolation machines in a bodybuilding gym. Yeah. Pass because I've never heard of them before. Yeah, Slightly biased. Articul- articulate like that. Yeah. If they were safety safety arms i'd be like i'm in because i almost died doing bench once but uh jammer arms never heard of it don't know what you're talking about is it a hat you wear in your head don't know <laughs> pass I mean, yeah, so if, you, if it is a hat you're wearing on your head something went horribly wrong <laughs> uh in the same vein uh smasher pass landmines pass i had one i owned it for like five years and I think I used it twice, and then I sold it during the pandemic for probably mm-hmm. when I paid for it. So, Brothers, I have one. I have every intention of enjoying it and using it, um, but I don't have the mobility in my gym to do so. Mm-hmm. I want to do um, Viking press. I want to do T-bar rows. I want to do those things. I just don't have the the current movement 
of mm. placing the bar around and moving it around. Uh, so I keep it for that reason. Uh, I do have an attachment which would allow me to do most of those, um, especially the the one armed kneeling Viking press. Like mm-hmm. You can't you can't mess with those. It hurts your back and hurts your like it 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 does seem fun. So I'm gonna say smash for now. Okay. But when I have room in the gym and never use it, I'll change that to smash or to pass. Yeah, you're smashing on potential. I usually have. You can ask a lot of people in my life. Mm-hmm. Next, <laughs> I'm glad you made that Next. joke because I passed Next. on it. Next. All right, well, you did go to a lot of weddings as a single man, probably at one point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> smash or pass kettlebells. Pass. Mm, smash. Mm, that's tough. Like I used to use a lot of kettlebell work. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still, I'd I'd smash a kettlebell. Like currently, I use it significantly less than I did like. 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever, mm-hmm. but I see them to be very beneficial. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you were on a deserted island, you could have like one thing. A kettlebell wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd smash a kettlebell. I'm going to pass. Cool. I have quite a few. I have um, 15, 25, 40 pound, and a 35 pound. The 35 pound is a hammer. It's shaped like Thor's hammer, so it is not good oh, for cool. anything. Uh, other but, than, but it's Thor's hammer. I mean, it's, yeah, it's cool. goblet squats and and snatches. That's all you're doing with it. Uh, I have some success with kettlebells uh, as far as the utilization and tossing them around, but I don't ever need to do it again. Now I respect the people that do. I have friends in kettlebell sport. I have uh, I follow a lot of people, and if you're like at home and you're space is limited and you're just like man i just want to move a little bit i don't know what to do i want to do some resistance i'll tell you to get a kettlebell any day of the week Mm -hmm. go get a 15 or 25 pound kettle week or a kettlebell and just start moving it and i don't care if that's just swinging it with one arm that's the one thing that i would tell people that if you can't do anything do that for me though yeah not the weights i would need to use Mm-hmm. To create resistance with a kettlebell, yeah, I like I've got to jump up to the forty pound kettlebell. Mm-hmm. But then, what are you doing? You're not tossing it around. You're not doing proper snatches. You're not doing any of that stuff. So just, nah. I am, but okay. <laughs> well, keep doing it. You asked well, me, <laughs> Rich. Rich, you've you've given us a lot of sets and reps talk, a lot of serious talk. Do you want to? Uh, do you have something funny to kind of round out and be the last one for this evening, or even if it's off the top of your head? Like I just, I feel like with this our podcast, we should end with something a little more. Uh, gay, oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're oh, you getting, still got a, uh, right, got a couple. I, yeah, yeah. So okay. the next one is funny. Uh, fitness YouTube. Mm, uh, well, smell. In general, oh wow, because like there's a lot of garbage out there. Like so, like out of the the ones that I follow, 100% smash. If I was to take like the statistic of how many good ones are out there, it'd have to be passed because there's a, a lot of people that think they're content creators that are just glorified personal trainers. That like, you know, I don't know. Like there's a oh, that's a tough one, I guess. That's with, an with, awful the, lot. It sounds really close oh, to Jesus, the line there, you. Keith. Ah, uh, <laughs> what was the what, how how was it worded again? Content was I'll, I'll, content. I'll give you your druthers here, Keith, and I'll tell you. I have no clue what you're talking about. Never watched any of them. Don't if it's not Celtic Warrior workouts. I've never watched a single YouTube fitness thing in my life, which is also running with the joke that I have no clue who anybody is, and that's why. 
I was literally I just watching Adrian and Brandon uh, earlier oh, today. That was the best That's why this ever. made the list was they, yeah, yeah. they mentioned you in Brandon's video. Yeah, they did. Um, so <laughs> this, this had to make the list. So yeah, uh, I, well, I consume a shit ton of, uh, more like home gym ish fitnessy mm-hmm. stuff more than like, I'm not, I don't necessarily watch a lot of YouTube videos of someone to tell me how to work out. Like I don't necessarily need that or Correct. want that at this point. To me, it's more, I'm enamored by $80,000 home gym. Show me more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, smash, I guess, but only if it's the captain. Yeah. It's just smash, so I, I, so I conspicuous consumption so YouTube you're into. <laughs> <laughs> Money laundering YouTube. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, uh, if it's not body break. I'm not watching it. I think we've already established that. All back uh, from so the our uh, last Smasher Pass topic. All right, okay. Smasher Pass nine foot ceilings. That'd be. I'm sorry. That'd be so awesome. I would smash that in a heartbeat. I would. Oh fuck! Oh, you set me up, <laughs> fucker. Oh, whatever. Fade. Yeah, I was I waiting. That. I was just like, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> you got me on squats. I had to get the other. Uh, that's true. I'm 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 at like I think I'm just a, a I'm like a seven ish feet, like seven in and seven foot one inch or something like that. So yeah, I would I would kill for a nine foot ceiling, even if it. But yeah, not if it came to the extent of having a garage that sloped at a 15 degree angle, and I had to like shim everything up or put stuff certain ways to accommodate the the drainage. I'm gonna say uh, pass because I am only like five foot four. So who the fuck needs that? <laughs> Fair enough. Just just stack twenty right. fives so that the bar doesn't hit the ceiling. Like it's easy. Well, the good news is you guys passed smash or pass. Um, oh. You were you were successful. We nailed it. Um, so lastly, I need to leave you with a, a good old fuck Mary kill. Um, All right, FMK. and of course. Uh, this is going to be fuck Mary Kill squat bench deadlift. Uh, you know, I interestingly, to... Steen asked me to ask you this, and I removed it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So that's fun. No, no, let's go. Let's bring it on around down. So I'm gonna f bench Mary squat kill deadlift. I, I'm pretty sure we actually played this in the pilot, but I can't remember. I thought we did. Probably. Maybe it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious I mean... if my answer changed. I'm going to listen, but I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to fuck then marry deadlifts. Okay. And then kill bench and squat. If I <laughs> never had to do those again, it would be fine. Um, but I, yeah, I'm a deadlifter through and through. I am the meme. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like I've got the over 400 pound deadlift, but can't bench my body weight for reps. I can, but like the joke is. Do you have a long wingspan? Like, are you like set? Like, do you have like a have you seen him deadlift? Yes. No, I understand. I get that Joey's best lift is a deadlift. I'm not saying that. I just he's like the Slender Man. He's got like nine foot arms or something. Because you did you did mention well, a lot of his videos are like I don't know. It's like from the back. Well, no, those the one the one that deadlifts are only from the front when I film. Is it? Okay, I guess I'm not paying attention to where your bar locks out at. But you did mention that it's closer to your tattoo, which is like lower quads. So you're you're locking out that that pretty low then. Yeah, I'm locking out just above my knees. Yeah, I think I'm like must be nice. I think I'm like mid quad. I'm definitely not like dick region. People that are arms are so short. Like when you like see the videos of like the bar literally like goes over their penis. Like that's crazy. Like that's so much more. No, no, yeah. So no, my my lockout is. Uh, up near my dick that's how the dick jokes happen yeah. but the scraping happens on the thighs i gotcha right that's where the scraping I, uh, happens is right above the knees 
my arms are short enough that I can't Jefferson. I've tried. Not with that attitude. Get some figure eights. Yeah, do some more stretching. Why, is it going to like hang under my arms or like? So Jefferson off blocks if you have to, just for the sake of Jefferson, like for a video for like. Because the problem I, is the problem isn't getting it off the ground. The problem is lockout. I can't uh, lock it out. That's that, that harkens back to earlier when I mentioned that I thought uh, I saw something in the Discord that might have alluded to an upcoming something or other. Uh, one of the hosts did uh, comment on the Jefferson shirt, and it, it might have just been that it might be coming back in stock, but I think it might have been more that there might be a Jefferson deadlift uh, contest or something coming back, possibly, because the one of the hosts with the beard that, uh, you know, is sometimes a, uh, a, a record guy definitely hinted at something about the Jefferson shirt or Jefferson in general. So that might be something to keep an eye out on. But yeah, that's that's crazy. You can't lock out of Jefferson. I'd have to like, I'm trying to like logically think of what I would need, like what impediment, it's just your arms are kind of a little too short-ish. I have a really long torso. Okay. I remember the second time I Jeffersoned and it was over three plates. And I was utterly shocked at how much pack work a Jefferson deadlift takes. I was not prepared for how sore and awful my chest was for like two days after doing a Jefferson. Because you're like, yeah, I can deadlift four plates. I should be able to Jefferson three. And the answer is no, you fucking cannot. It hurts so much in different like muscles and regions that you're like, this isn't supposed to hurt there. But yeah, maybe I'm in for a Jefferson deadlift competition. Uh, I saw I, I tagged my sonomics in the speaking of kettlebells. Hey, call back uh, in a Jefferson deadlift kettlebell video oh. where these people were doing straddle deadlifts with kettlebells and calling them Jeffersons. And I just tagged Massonomics and said, the hell did I just watch? Mm-hmm. Because like, what the hell did I just watch? These are not Jefferson deadlifts. There's no barbell involved, but if you gotta, you gotta, you right? That's how Spoon will have to get his first Jefferson is off some of his kettlebells then. Yeah, I guess. It'll only be 140 pounds because the biggest pair I have is 70s. I think I have Jefferson 315, and it was, like, not easy at all. And I think it's that was after. It I was... think 365 is what I did, and it just fucking sucked. Like, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> don't, don't, to the hosts, don't make me do it again. That hurts so much. It, if, 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 if that does come up, I just God, I just hope it's not during prep because I'm not trying to like throw in an odd lift during me prep. Right. I am. <laughs> Apparently. Well, well guys, that was like what strong man is. Strong man, all strong man is is weird lifts. Yeah. Yeah, and like zerker. Do a zerker squat. The hell? Why not? Yeah, why not? No, why not? It doesn't make any personal sense unless you're a personal support worker. It doesn't make any logistical sense but like just do it just throw the weight in your arms and go when every exercise is a lower back exercise if you do it wrong enough so mm-hmm. <laughs> and i do and i do <laughs> that was a good podcast guys guys you want to yeah, bring this on home i um just want to remind everybody that this is the unpaid and underrated you can find our website at unpaidinternpodcast.com uh, you can follow us on Instagram at unpaid and underrated podcast. Um, guys, we for, we didn't get to Big Matt again. Sorry, Big Matt. Mostly squat videos. Like we really wanted to get to you again this week. We'll give you a call. I promise it's coming up. Um, but you know, next week, stay by that phone. We're, we're going to get to you there. 
Uh, well, we knew he was re he was rebuilding that Kohler toilet that he really loves working on every couple of years. So he was at Home Depot doing that. So once we saw that, we just decided we couldn't have him on this week. He is a Home Depot man. He is a Home Depot man. I I am Big Joey. You can find me at uh, at Joey underscore Malesko M L E C Z K O. Um, where can we find you guys? I am Big Keith. You can find me on Instagram at Keith Honeycutt seventy three. Follow my gym at the No Wine Cellar. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram as well. Uh, it's the underscore Spooner Man. Um, and yeah, I mostly just do training shit. But every now and again, there's a meme or life stuff. So I want to give a I want to give a big shout out, of course, this week to um, Big Steen for helping us out with making Big Rich laugh. I uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Rich's son. Is it happy birthday yeah. tomorrow? Uh, my own son, whose birthday is on Saturday. Happy birthday to him. Uh, and of course, please follow us on Instagram and hopefully see you next week, Keith. All right, boys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, uh.